Hi, I'm Will Roadhouse, and I'm the CEO of Compass Group International, and welcome to another episode of Expat Thailand. Today, I have a fantastic episode for you, especially for those that are savvy investors, and also for those that are looking for a luxury estate. So a penthouse is not going to quite cut it for you here, or even a townhome. You want privacy. You want a big estate. That means you want... 10,000, 12,000, 15,000 square feet, and maybe it sits on a golf course, and maybe it has an ocean view. Well, folks, I want to tell you this. Now is the time to start scooping up those type of mega properties here in Thailand. And I'll tell you why. There's only one reason, and one reason alone. It's the strength of the U.S. dollar. The strength of the U.S. dollar because of these rate increase has made it so strong. And let me just put a little footnote. This is temporary. So for those that aren't uh, very savvy to economics and how world trade works, when you have a strong currency like it is right now with the U.S. dollar, other countries do not want to trade with you. That's why countries like China have consistently devalued their currency. So right now, the, the U.S. dollar is way too strong. So it needs to be lower. It will be lower, and it will be devalued because the feds have no choice to do so. And folks, that's going to happen maybe early next year, maybe mid-next year. So that's why I say there's a small window of opportunity you know, one of my top episodes, if you haven't listened to it, is missed opportunities. Missed opportunities are few and far between. Missed opportunities are times when people aren't doing the research, they aren't keeping up with the times, they aren't keeping up with what's going on, and an opportunity comes, that's a lifetime, a lifetime to scoop up cheap real estate, great equities or great investments, and then it goes by really quick. Now is one of those opportunities. So let me tell you exactly what I mean by that. So because the U.S. dollar is at its peak, is at its strongest, the Thai bot is actually at its historic lows. So if you want to wear the Thai bot pre-pandemic, so just a few years ago, not that long ago, was one of the strongest performing currencies in the world. And at that time, the Thai bot was roughly about 30 Thai baht to one U.S. dollar. It even got as strong as to 29 to one. So let's just make numbers easy. Just a few years ago, it was 30 to one. Today, we're late September 2022, approaching fourth quarter. Today, it is at 37.7. And again, the bot today is at 37.7. So if we round up, it's 38. For those who don't realize the power of this, some of you are just saying, what? It's a difference of what? Seven to eight bot? That, that's insignificant. That doesn't... How can I save money? It's not that much of a discount. Let me give you some numbers. There's an estate that is for sale right now. It's in, a, it's in a beach city. This estate has a ocean view, so it sits up high, sits on a golf course, 
sits in a huge lot and it's roughly about 13 about 13 to 14,000 square feet has about I think eight to nine bedrooms and this is not including the office the gym the spa the maid quarters and a guest home has a huge lap pool uh, I mean it's just all the bells and whistles and it's in a gated community and one of the top golf courses here in Thailand what would that estate and it is an estate cost you in California or in Sydney or in Auckland well because I haven't been home shopping lately in Sydney or in Auckland I can tell you what it would cost in Laguna Beach or Newport Beach or should I say Newport Coast or Malibu that home would cost about 30 million dollars let's just say between 20 to 30 million dollars Newport Coast let's say 18 to 20 million Laguna Malibu 25 to 30 million dollars that home here is right around 2.3 to 2.4 million dollars that's at a tenth of a discount so today if you were to buy that today you would get a fantastic deal if you were to buy it later thinking that oh you know what I'm not gonna retire for a couple more years or five or ten years I can just wait when a Thai bot goes back to 30 to 1 which it will the same exact home is roughly about six hundred thousand dollars more so if you don't think that it's gonna save you a lot of money it is it's significant just a little increase of a more of a buying power of seven to eight bot per dollar you'll be saving a half million to six hundred thousand dollars on a home of that magnitude plus in addition to that is you're buying a home that you could never afford in the United States or in Australia New Zealand or wherever it may be that's why so many of you and so many people out there are gonna miss this opportunity there are potential clients that I have talked to had we've had our initial phone calls and I always suggest you listen to all my podcasts all my episodes to get you more familiar with Thailand and how my firm works the type of person I am the type of investor I am and hopefully it also sheds a little light of my experience I've been doing this for 30 plus years working with affluent clientele I ran my business compass group international for the last 20 years and traveling a world seeking my paradise has basically been my job for these last two decades and I can tell you there's no other place in the world where you can buy a big sprawling estate for two and a half or 2.5 to three million dollars US that would be the same equivalent you can't do it in the Philippines because the surrounding area is an equivalent you can't do it in Laos or there's no coastal Laos you can't do it in Vietnam you can't do it in Indonesia like in Bali something like this in Bali it would at least be twice 
to three times the cost. Caribbean Bahamas, it would probably cost very close to the same as the United States, 15 to $20 million. But what makes Thailand so unique right now is not just the fact that the, that the bot is getting hammered and it's devaluating against currencies like the United States dollar, but also in addition to that is Thailand's landscape is changing and it's changing for the better. For those of you that have been subscribing and listening to this, you're well aware that my audience is very different. The people that are listening to my podcast, it's, I don't have a big, huge audience. Roughly, the, my audience size is roughly about 10,000. And that's, just, that's my analytics based on the big three, which is Spotify, Apple iTunes, and, and Amazon uh, Audible through Alexa. So it's roughly about 10, I have roughly about 10. That's Alexa talking to me right now. Uh, it doesn't work here in Thailand, just to let you know. Uh, so 10,000 listeners is really all I have. That's all, and I don't mind. I don't care to have 100,000 or a million listeners. Because the folks that are listening to this, you are the 0.1%. You're the ones that are more family oriented. You're married. You're happily married. Or maybe you're happily divorced or you're widowed. But you're seeking a destination that's going to provide you with a quality of living that's similar to your Western country. But the people that aren't listening to this are the backpackers, the people that are poor, that just don't have any money to travel don't have any money to buy a second home, let alone buy a home here in Thailand, and or the big, fat, middle-aged, 50 to 60-year-old fat white guy that just is a whoremonger, that just comes to Thailand, goes to a place like Pattaya, and dives himself into a dive bar or some strip joint, and just hangs on with Isan hookers all day. That's not my audience. And I'm glad that's not my audience because my audience is sophisticated. It's an equal combination of men and women, mostly between the ages in the late 30s to mid 40s. And you want something different. You want, you want something better for your family. You want something better for yourself. And Thailand is going to provide that because Thailand realizes that too. If you have not kept up with the times, Thailand is changing who they are marketing to and who are their preferred tourists in this country and expats. Thailand is trying to deter the Gen Z millennial backpackers that are poor, that are coming to this country, uh, not serving a purpose. Just coming here as expats or digital nomads, making about 500 bucks a month, uh, just doing drugs all day, being lazy, just not giving back. They're not contributing anything to society. They're just a big bag of shit, just doing nothing. They're just lazy. And they cause problems. Thailand doesn't want that. They want them out of here. They want them to go to other countries. Go, to, go back to Bali. 
Go to Cambodia, go to Laos, go to Vietnam. Thailand doesn't want the fat middle-aged whoremonger that comes here, buys a $100,000 condo in Pattaya, and spends all day drinking in go-go gallops. Thailand doesn't want that. Like, get out of here. Thailand doesn't want people that do drugs all day, that rely on the system. Leave. We don't want you here. But this is what Thailand wants. Thailand is trying to lure, and successfully doing this, the more affluent traveler and the Western expat, or any expat, that's going to come here to invest, to start a business, so they can hire local Thais, serve a purpose, not just build a wonderful life themselves, but serve a purpose. And a clear example of that is Thailand's new golden visa that was just approved last month. And this new golden visa basically says that we will give you, we'll provide you with a 10-year work visa. This also includes multi-entry into the country, in and out of the country. And what some of the requirements are is you must invest an equivalent of a million dollars in real estate here, million dollars US. And there are some other requirements like you must show the last two years that your income is at least $80,000, which for most of you, that should not be a problem at all. And then some of just some other miscellaneous stuff. But it's funny that when I read the comments, when websites like that talk about tourism or expat travel here to Thailand or even Facebook pages or even uh, TAT, Tourism Authority Thailand, when they announce this, here you have, and again, the young, do-for-good-for-nothing do losers that come here and just basic slugs, and the big, fat, middle-aged whoremonger, they're the ones that's commenting, saying, Thailand's lost its way, who can afford this visa, all Thailand wants is rich people, how about the regular guys? No, Thailand doesn't want you anymore, and I'm glad. This is my home now. I don't want my home ruined with a bunch of Cretans. I want to safeguard this place. This is a paradise for me. This is a paradise for millions of other expats that live here. And they don't want this place ruined. They are sick and tired, just like me, of the stigma that Thailand has from these two demographics I talk about all the time, the young slugs and the big fat whoremongers. They make our society look bad. They make the Thai culture look bad. They give the perception that all Thai women are whores, which they're not. They give the perception that Thailand is poor and that people are rude. They're not. They give the impression that Thailand is full of drugs. It's not. In fact, they have one of the strictest punishments for drugs. You have a lot of drugs, you're in jail for the rest of your life or you get put to death. Simple as that. And I'm happy for that. So I'm not here to sound mean or to, or to be rude in any way. I hope you understand as I'm trying to protect a little part of paradise that I created for myself and my family. I want this place to maintain intact and I want to see progress. 
I want to see better expats that come here to appreciate this country that are giving back, contributing to society. Doing simple little things, even making money and donating to the orphanage. Or helping stray dogs like these soy dogs. Or even providing jobs for local ties. I want to see more of that. And this new golden visa is a great start for Thailand. Thailand has had so much problems. There's so many problems with, with young travelers doing stupid shit, getting themselves killed through motorbike accidents or, or uh, getting high and getting stupid and jumping off a building and just cracking their head open, just doing stupid shit. And it, yes, I was young. I did stupid shit too, but not as dumb as these idiots. So Thailand is also implementing something new, and it's going to start very, very soon. It's going to be already incorporated into your entry into Thailand, where every single traveler that comes into the country, you're going to be paying an, a little extra. It can be like $10 more, $20, or maybe $15 more, and it's going to have automatic traveler's insurance. Because we've had too many instances of idiots that come here, get themselves in trouble, put themselves in a hospital, rack up this hospital bill just to skip out on the bill. Thailand is a great country. So let's keep it that way. And that's why I don't mind not having a big audience. Because the audience that have really actively searched and found my podcast, you're the 0.1% that Thailand wants. You're that sophisticated individual and family that's going to contribute here to Thailand. That's going to respect the culture. Invest and buy real estate. Buy businesses. Create new businesses. Bring good PR. And also make us expats look better. You know, when you travel the world, especially to countries where it's all about tourism, places like Mexico, places like Barcelona, places like Thailand. The problem that arises, even uh, it, even places in the United States, like Havasu, um, you know, beach cities in Florida, beach cities in, United, in California. The problem is, is that when you have a bunch of tourists that come in and out of your city or in and out of your country, that just come and just destroy everything and then just leave to go back home. After decades and decades of that, you kind of don't like foreigners anymore. Thailand isn't quite there yet, not even close. But there are cities that are already there. Pattaya is already there. They hate foreigners. They do. They really do. Pattaya hates foreigners. They'll do everything to scam you. Phuket is pretty much there. You'll never see that in Bangkok. You'll never see that in Chaom Hwahin. So I want to keep this country thriving. I want to keep this country filled with bringing in quality expats like you and I. So that's why I urge you, don't miss this opportunity. The Thai bot is historically low. The U.S. dollar is historically strong. 
you have roughly, I would say about two quarters, roughly about six months to take advantage of this before it switches, before the dollar starts devaluating and before the bot starts getting strong again. And here's the other benefits of buying now. We're still in a kind of a pre-pandemic or still kind of in pandemic pricing. Not quite the fire sales that we had during the height of the pandemic or the large discounts or promotions from developers. But when it comes to resales, especially large estates like this, because large estates like these, nine out of 10 times owned by a foreigner. The example I just gave you, that house is owned by a foreigner. The inside is European finishes, imported, imported uh, stone. I mean, it just looks gorgeous. It just looks like a house that you could literally pick up and plop in Orange County, California and, or Sydney, Australia, and you wouldn't know the difference. It's just quality construction. But that owner lives in Europe. So there are still deals to be made. So in addition to the large discount that you're getting by buying for the, for the power of, for an example, like the U.S. dollar, but you're, there's also still room to negotiate. Because when the light switch flicks on, we're going to get back to very quickly to 42 to 43 million tourists annually here in Thailand. And we're going to exceed that. Do you know why we're going to exceed that? Because of what's going on with Russia. More and more people are leaving Russia. Russians were one of our top visitors here in Thailand. Then in addition to that is China. China will continue to be the number, our number one demographic for tourists and also for expats. But now because of Xi Jinping's zero COVID policy, it's driving more people out. And the people who are driving out are the rich people that can afford to leave. Doing the same thing with Hong Kong. Thailand is changing, folks. Were you aware that Hong Kong is considered our financial capital here? Just like New York is the finance hub for the Western world. For Asia, it's Hong Kong. But because of what's going on with mainland China, that has now switched to Singapore. Singapore is now our financial capital here in Asia and also our Silicon Valley. Thailand, in a decade or so, very easily can compete with other countries like Singapore in becoming a financial hub, a tech hub. Just recently, they legalized cannabis, but then they kind of backtracked a little bit because they need to add some more regulations. They kind of pushed it out too fast. Same exact thing with crypto. Crypto here is, is heavily adopted, but they had to take a couple steps back. But Thailand is very good at and when they take a couple of steps back, they take like a giant leap, like 10 to 20 steps forward. So adoption for crypto is only going to get better and better. And obviously, it's, it's a conservative country. But all I can say is everything that I've seen about Thailand, I've been here for over a decade, folks. It just gets better and better. If it weren't getting better, I would take my wife and I would move elsewhere. But I haven't done so because there isn't any other place like Thailand. There isn't any other place like Bangkok, Thailand. 
and then just some other things. If you didn't listen to kind of my uh, my quick snippet, which was a preview for this, the number one seller of electric cars is no longer Tesla. A Chinese car manufacturer by the name of BYD has now surpassed Tesla in the most electric car sales. BYD is now going to build a plant here in Thailand, in Rayong, to build electric cars. Just like GWM, Great Wall Motors, which is also a huge, giant car company that also owns MG, which is also a Chinese company, they also have a car plant here in Thailand. Thailand, like I said, is evolving. They don't want to just be known as the, the exporter of rice, the exporter of seafood. They also want to be known as now the exporter of electric cars. And I believe down the road, Thailand will be the ahead of all Asian countries for the legalization and a research of cannabis. And also they will be ahead of other Asian countries when it comes down to crypto. That's why I am here. That's why you need to be here. That's why the time is now where the bot is low. You can buy the dream home that you've always dreamed about. Here you are, this, this individual, you, you've worked hard all your life and you're pretty rich and you have a nice home, but you visit your boss, the CEO of your company or the CFO or one of the founders of your company and they live, they throw these extravagant parties in their states that 10, 15,000 square feet with an ocean view or they're smack right in the center of Manhattan and a beautiful penthouse. You're like, oh. You know, you talk to your husband, you talk to your wife, you're like, God, I would love to have a home like this. This is my dream home. You can have your dream home here for a tenth of the cost. There's no other country. And I've checked, folks. There's no other country on this planet that allows all the conveniences of living in a Western country that provides you with the ultra luxury living, not scaling back like I had to do in, in Latin America, that provides you the same level of luxury living and more because service level here is way better than any Western country at an affordable price. There's many of you that are listening to this episode. And then when I do a follow-up episode next year, when a Thai bot gets back to 30 to one, you've missed the opportunity. Just like you missed the opportunity when I was urging everyone, if you're thinking about retiring in Thailand, I don't care if it's five, 10 years from now, buy a property now because during this pandemic time, there are some crazy promotions and crazy deals to be had. Think of all those people. So the difference between a savvy investor and an amateur or retail investor is a savvy investor knows when to enter the market and knows when to exit. Where a retail investor, they just ape in and they just pray to God. So a savvy investor like you and I, 
will buy when there's most fear in the market. Some people call it being overly aggressive. No, it's being smart. That's when you buy, when there's the most fear in the market. So let's take the last two instances of the, la of the most fear in the market. During the dot-com bust, when, the peop when people still bought into tech stocks, they made a killing, thousands of percents return from Apple to Microsoft to Google. And what people were like, I'm getting out of tech stock. I'm getting out of equities because this dot-com boom is done. But the people who still bought when the market was going down, they killed it. Then fast forward to this real estate crash back in 2007. The people that bought in 2008, 2009, 2010, even getting into 2011 made a killing. They were buying properties that were 50 to 75% discounted. But not everyone is willing to do that because people like to sit and wait. Don't sit and wait. If these type of homes, the problem with these type of homes is that they're few and far between. There is tons of shit properties here all throughout Thailand. As I stated in so many videos and episodes, only 10% of the properties here in Thailand is actually worth buying. And there's only a few places here in Thailand they should actually live. Number one place, like I say, Bangkok. Beach City, Chaong Hua Hin. Next choice, Jom Tien. That's it. Every place else, just rent. No reason to buy. But out of those areas, there's so much freaking garbage, there's so much oversupply of garbage that not everything is going to be a great investment. And mega homes like this that are 10,000, 12,000, 15,000, even 20,000 square feet, they are few and far between. They are very rare. So right now, if you are listening to this and your dream home is having a home that's over 10,000 square feet, multiple bedrooms, lots of privacy, big lot, with an ocean view, sits on a golf course in a gated community, well, there's a home for you for sale. That's for sale right now. And the same equivalent, like I said, is 10 times more where you live. I remember a very long time ago, I went to his beautiful home. He bought three lots. So he was the CEO of this tech company, older gentleman, and he was having a party because one of my friend's uh, dad worked in that company. So we went to the party. So the home set on three lots is right on the top of Hill Laguna. At that time, that home was worth $30 million. Uh, let's just say about 20, 20, 25 million. That was a long time ago I went there. It was easily 15 years ago, probably. <clears throat> that home today, uh, probably three times that. Or at least two times that. It's at least $60 million. But I look at that home, even today, even if it's at $40 or $50 million, I've seen the same exact homes of that size, that magnitude, for 3 to $5 million. 
you know, I had a, a nice conversation with a, with, a, with a friend of mine, and I told him, I said this. I said, if you come to Thailand and you're still really gung-ho, and you like these labels that the world society labels you, because that's kind of the sad thing about baby boomers and my generation of Gen Xers, we, are, we label ourselves, we identify ourselves by a profession where it shouldn't be that at all. I do not identify myself by my profession. I do not identify myself as an international estate planner or an asset manager or a real estate consultant or a real estate broker or an investor. I do not identify myself as that. I identify myself first as a family man as a loving husband and son, as a good friend. I identify myself as a person that loves to travel, loves to eat. But maybe way down the road, maybe number five or number six, I will identify myself as an investor in all those other professional titles. Well, the mistake that that generation does is identifying themselves with a profession. That's the one thing I do admire, and Mark Cuban said this too, that's the one thing I do admire about the younger generation, the millennials, Gen Zers. They don't identify themselves with their profession because they're going to be happier in doing so. Baby boomers are miserable. Gen Xers are miserable. Even though they're rich, they're miserable. So you have to really, really look at yourself. And this is what I told my friend. If you love these titles, Come to Thailand and make or bring $30 million because that makes you a Thai billionaire. He's like, oh, really? I said, yeah. I said, just give me average numbers of 30 to 1. Yeah. You bring $30 million here, you're a, bil- you're a Thai billionaire. You can call yourself a billionaire. It's like, wow, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I want to I wanna, I wanna shoot for that. I mean, it's great that you know, he's gung-ho and willing to do that. I've talked to other friends, too, and I've told them to relay the same thing to them. They're like, hey, I never really thought about that. I don't give a shit about being a Thai billionaire because that's not important to me. What's important to me is I already have my peace of mind. My wife is, has a peace of mind. We're set. And then now we just have this wonderful life that we have together, that we're building together. That should be your label. That should identify who you are. It's one simple, very simple word. Are you happy? Or should I say is, how happy are you? I mean, have you ever... A, a question arises is, when you ask people is, are you happy? Not how happy are you are. Because most people you know aren't happy. But here, I can go to expats, and I say... Give me your level of happiness for a scale of one to three, three being the best. Because they're just ecstatic. There's a one phrase that I hear here in Thailand with expats that I never hear anywhere else. I wish I would have came here sooner. I have said the same thing to myself many times. Why did I waste so much time in Latin America? I should have came to Thailand sooner. 
why did I miss, or that why did I waste so much time in Europe? I should have came here sooner. I should have came to Thailand. I identify myself as a happy person, as a person of a that's a lover of life, an enjoyer of life, that's created a wonderful life. That's how I identify myself. Not of how much money I have, how much money I make, what my title is, uh, name dropping people, or what material stuff I've accrued. No, it's the happy and amazing environment that I've created. You, some of you may are just gagging like, oh, that's so lame. This guy's like in La La Land. Then all that says to me is you're an unhappy person and you're neglecting your life because you don't know how to create happiness in your life. You're spinning around in a circle. You have no idea where to go. You make a shitload of money, but you're still unhappy, depressed. Thailand changes all that. Thailand weeds out all the negativity and all the noise. So I hope you enjoyed this episode today. And I hope you really, really take heart to what I said. I hope that each of my episodes, I've motivated you to not just have this thought of wanting to move to Thailand, but actually picking yourself up, going to a computer, or whipping out your, your phone or your tablet, and actually plan a trip here to Thailand. Then eventually buying a home then spending more time, then eventually moving here full time. Because I assure you, you will say the same exact thing that we've all said here. I should have did this sooner. I should have moved to Thailand sooner. And it doesn't matter how old you are. It doesn't matter how healthy or unhealthy you are. When you come here, everything changes for the best. As long as you're not some idiot that spends their time all day in whore bars, you're not going to have an issue. As long as you're not a moron that buys or sells drugs, you're not going to have an issue. But that's not just relevant to Thailand. You do that anywhere in the world, you're going to get yourself into trouble. But if you come here, Buy the home of your dreams. Bring your family here. Bring your friends here. Start getting healthy again. Make new friends. Immerse yourself in the culture. Do domestic travel and then do international travel, visiting Cambodia, Laos, Vietnam, Indonesia, Malaysia, Singapore, India, Philippines, Korea, Taiwan, Japan, Hong Kong, even mainland China. This whole nother world of adventure opens up to you. And you're going to be so occupied where there's no time for your brain to be depressed. There's no time for you to sit there and think about how shitty your life is. Because it's not. That's what Thailand does. So thank you so much for joining me today. 
And I hope to see you very soon in Thailand. Thank you.